What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I'm joined by the boy, Gerardo Molina. What's happening, man? Yo, hello. Hey, we in the building. Got a We're nice episode here. lined up. It's This is post-Oscars. Yes, what an yes. Oscars this it was. is our Oscar episode. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Turning Red. We got some news. Uh, we got some delays. We got some uh, some trailers. We got some shit. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, so yeah. We're, buckle we're, in. Yeah, man. We bu- have um, buckle in. Timestamps in the description. Always, bro. as always. If you guys wanted to just skip around the episode, just go to the Turning Turning Red review or or, or whatever, what yeah. have you. If there's a specific part you want to go to, we're going to have a juicy diversity report, so jump around here. That's okay, what okay, that's okay. what it's for. Okay, so Oh, hold up. Yeah, in other news, hold on. Let me just catching up in personal stuff, Gerardo. Your boy finished grad school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, master yeah, of yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here trying to do the fucking <laughs> the raps <laughs> out the the you know what I'm saying? You know what it is. Um, but yes. Master of business, John Carter. Master of business with a marketing concentration type. We out here. I'm glad to be done with that. We started the podcast when I was just starting. Damn, just starting grad school. That's when we started this motherfucking podcast, bro. That's lit. So done with that. Now he just wears a suit all the time. <laughs> exactly. Business At home, man. when I wake up at the gym, it's all business. All business, all <laughs> the time. Always taking phone calls on his Always. on his Bluetooth. Always looking for a return. <laughs> <laughs> my earpiece. Because I can't. He my my t- hands need to be free during the phone conversation. <laughs> never takes the Bluetooth out. <laughs> and if he ever orders a coffee and he's talking on the phone, he'll he'll point at the at the earpiece <laughs> exactly. while he's ordering. Exactly. I need to multitask. <laughs> and everything that I do, because so, it's business. It's all business. But yeah, bro. Speaking of business, <laughs> let's get into business. <laughs> let's get straight to of business. this podcast, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> so, I wanted to start off with a couple trailers, a couple things headed to Disney Plus. Nice. Uh, we can start off with the Miss Marvel trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a little bit of um, Kamala, and she's saying Kamala in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Kamala. So her name is Kamala in the show. Yes. Not Kamala. I think she even corrects someone. Someone says exactly. Kamala. Exactly. I like when Kamala. they do that. <laughs> they, yeah. they have a character, mispronounce it, and then they correct them. They did yeah, that in so, Shang-Chi as well. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. Sean. <laughs> yeah. So now, we, so now we know. Now we know uh, what, yeah. how to pronounce it, which is cool. Exactly. Um, her powers look a little more ambiguous. Than, they do. Um, it's not just expected. a stretchy... Not just a stretchy girl. Yeah, we thought it was just going to be the stretchy ability. It's kind of like Mr. Fantastic. She can stretch her limbs. It's funny, in the cartoon that my daughter watches, the um, Spidey cartoon with you know spidey and his amazing friends exactly it's with spidey then it's with um miles morales they call him spin and then yeah. ghost spider is ghost spin. why is that show um naming things better than uh, <laughs> <laughs> know, they name shit, bro. Like, it's on like point. miles morales needs a different name yeah, like, exactly so they call him spin and it's just way easy to identify it's not just two spider-men yeah yeah and then ghost spider sounds cool too that sounds <laughs> yeah. better than, than uh, her. she was just spider woman i think yeah exactly um, but yeah, bro. Um, what the fuck was was my point in in bringing up Spidey and his amazing friends? Um, Kamala, something with. Oh, uh, she was in there. Okay, yeah. Miss Marvel is a frequent, a reoccurring character in there, and she always uses her stretchy abilities, and she uses them pretty cool in that show. So uh-huh. the fact that they're not going with that for a live action, I'm kind of with it. And I'm yeah. kind of fucking with it. Yeah, because I also think they don't want they don't want two stretchy characters. You know what I mean. Oh, and who would be the the second stretchy person in the MCU? Well, uh, there is talks of them bringing in Mr. Fantastic. No, that would be dope. I would love to see the Marvel's first family, as they say, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, it'd be done interesting. Correctly, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's very, um, very possible. It's really hard to do stretchy powers and making them make them look good. Oh, absolutely. As we've seen in the past, <laughs> and, and I think if that's one character they're willing to invest it into looking dope. It's going to be Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, because of what they can bring the Fantastic Four and maybe Galactus can be a villain. Yeah. That'll be cool. She does a little stretchy fist here in this trailer. and uh, She does. It, it looks weird. Uh, there's like energy around it. You yeah, know. it's like an energy um, type of stretchy. She's going to be in the Marvels, which is the uh, Captain Marvel 2 movie. Right. And in this trailer, she very much is just com- very clear that she praises and is influenced by Captain Marvel. Yeah. And then um, it's going to be interesting to see her, Monica Rambo from... Uh, yeah. WandaVision and uh, um, Carol Danvers. Um, 
Brie Larson all, all together and interacting. Yeah, yeah. Miss Marvel, this it looks cute. You know, it looks like a cute little high it school. It looks like the 80s, but it's not, yeah. which is um, emphasized by the use of uh, blinding lights <laughs> by the weekend. Mm-hmm. I know, right? straight up. To open up the trailer, blinding lights. It's the, the 80s, weekend. but not really. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So that was the Miss Marvel trailer. Yeah. Now, this next one I'm very, very much looking forward to. we we got to look at the Obi-Wan series. V- far more excited for this than I am Miss Marvel. Yeah, and it looks cool. It looks like a lot less desert. Then, yeah. um, you know, it's, you know, we expect him to be on Tatooine the whole time, but it's cool that we're not getting so much desert because exactly. we just got so much desert and in Boba uh, Fett. Boba Fett, yeah. So much fucking desert, bro. We got a lot of Tatooine and Tatooine's just such a common place for the Star Wars universe, such a recurring place. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just can't wait to see Obi-Wan and I just, uh, he's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. It's the fucking boy. Obi-Wan, it's, it's Ewan McGregor. He's back. And we're yeah, gonna get, man. Oh man, I'm, I'm very excited. Like, I mean... When you were younger, like uh, I remember, uh, on, on the playground, everyone was playing Star Wars. You know, bro, we were fucking kids. It My, was like, I want to be Obi Wan. I'm Obi Wan. I want to be Qui Gon. I want to <laughs> be Yoda. <laughs> yeah, know? I was always Yoda. <laughs> you always Yoda. I was <laughs> always <laughs> Obi Wan. I was always Obi Wan. I looked the little the ponytail from back in the day. My the, uh, the little the little tail, but my. Yeah. Yeah, my dad took us out of school and go to go watch episode one, The Phantom Menace. We took yeah, us out yeah. of school and we watched that shit. And Obi Wan was the boy. He's the one who kills Darth Maul. And Darth Maul's yeah. the boy, you know. And then so. the episode three, uh, just Obi Wan at the end with Anakin. Yeah, he's got his full the power up. Because yeah. they played him in Attack of the Clones. I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck? And then he gets a power up in fucking episode three. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, that's the boy. It's just, it's just great. Yeah, it's dope. I can't wait for uh, this show. I'm really excited for the show. Um, yeah. We see some look at uh, the some of the uh, Inquisitors. Oh. Uh, we see the Grand Inquisitor. The Inquisitors are um, Jedi hunters, pretty much. Oh, they look fucking ferocious. They yeah. got the, so, the boy with the red lightsaber, the spinning. Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually a character in Star Wars Rebels. Oh shit! Okay. Um, basically, the Inquisitors are. Uh, we see them in Star Wars Fallen Order, which is a pretty cool video game. You should play okay. that one. That one's pretty fun. Okay, got you. Um, Jedi Fallen Order. That's what it's called, and. Uh, Basically, after Order sixty six, which is you know what killed all of the hell, um, fucking yeah, killed all the Jedi, right? Order Execute 66. Order sixty six. <laughs> it will be done, my lord. <laughs> you know, um, after that, you know, some Jedi survived. So that shit um, is heartbreaking. Some Jedi that survived turned evil and hunt oh. other Jedi. Oh and, no, shit! Yeah, damn. And then some uh, Force users just become Inquisitors to hunt Jedi. Uh, you know, they were never Jedi before, but they're. They can use the force and they're like fuck it. <laughs> if, yeah. I, if this is the only way I can use the force, it's to hunt Jedi. <laughs> I'm gonna go hunt yeah, some Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the, that's what the, the Empire uses to hunt Jedi. So it's pretty. It looks pretty cool. Oh, it looks like some lightsaber fights yeah. are about to go nuts, and that's one thing I always enjoy, Gerardo. Just yeah. some motherfucking lightsaber fights. They even have his lightsaber um, in the in the logo. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Be <laughs> one. So. Uh, Man, I'm I'm very excited for this. I love Eva McGregor. I love Eva McGregor. I love his fucking show. acting. He's yeah. dope. And we're getting Hayden Christensen too back as no Darth Vader. So. I, it's like he's not a fully formed Darth Vader. Is that correct? He's yeah. I saw I saw someone say something like that. What okay. That, what that means is yet to be seen. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, originally, the the villain was supposed to be like a Darth Maul. Oh my gosh! And, and it was supposed to be like a, this thing about I think him defending like Luke or something, but. That would have thrown the whole continuity off because um, mm-hmm. Darth Maul already has like a whole arc. There's already in Star Wars Rebels, like he already like he he, he dies. He fights Obi Wan in Star mm-hmm. Wars Rebels. Oh shit! Sure. And that's their last confrontation. Like they hadn't seen each other in forever. So oh wait, so he survived getting sliced up? Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's old news. <laughs> okay, got you. Oh, yeah. just catch so, catch oh, your boy okay. up. Oh yeah, so um, right in the Phantom Menace. Uh, Spoilers, by the way. Obviously, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, but okay. Not, here I we mean, go. This is old news. Right. So um, he gets sliced in half. Easy. Falls to the bottom of the trench or whatever. Right. He actually uh, stays alive because he just has so much hatred in him. <laughs> that he, um, <laughs> the hate fuels him. Yeah, the hate fuels him. You know, that's the <laughs> Sith, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so his top half, he uses the Force to make a bottom half for himself. To create um, one? Yeah, because like he, he goes down that shaft and he basically lands where there's a bunch of machinery and shit. So he can put the, the, using the force, he makes himself some like spider legs pretty much. Okay. So he's like, he has like these robotic spider legs only being held together by the force because Darth Maul is one of the strongest force users. Oh, no shit. So like, um... So then uh, like that's just how he survives for for a long time, just purely off of hatred and he goes crazy. And in the Clone Wars, um, Darth Maul was made by these witches. 
Oh. <laughs> right? Like, uh, they, they get these people from this clan. They make them their warrior. So he was, like, imbued these powers by these witches. So... Uh, and then he was stolen by Emperor Palpatine. Okay, got you. So then uh, you. he has a brother who also got turned into like this uh, big buff guy by the <laughs> by the witches. Uh, and he ends up finding Darth Maul, brings him back to the witches. The witches fix him, give him normal legs. Oh, what the uh, Okay. So then Darth Maul's back, baby. He's back. <laughs> With Darth- so Darth Maul hates Obi-Wan, right? Okay. Obi-Wan has this uh, girlfriend, basically. You know, they're not allowed to have relationships, but it's like mm-hmm. the love of his life. And possession Sa- is Satine. She's the, um, she's, uh, the, the, uh, the queen of Mandalore. That's, oh, that's Obi-Wan's, shit. That's Obi-Wan's girl. So, uh, oh, my God. He said he would have left the Jedi Order for her and all this shit. Um, so that's his girl. Uh, Darth Maul it makes it his mission to kill her. So he joins up with the Holy evil Mandalorians shit. called Death Watch. Okay. Joins up with them. <clears throat> and um, they basically assassinate her. Oh, my god. To gosh. get revenge on Obi-Wan. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then um, oh, uh, Darth Maul kind of becomes the leader of Mandalore after that. Holy shit. The boy Darth Maul is not fucking around. Yeah. So the boy Darth Maul was the leader of Mandalore. Oh, shit. And Where then, the uh, Mandalorian is from. Yeah, exactly. And then... Uh, the Mandalorians were freed in the last season by Ahsoka, and, and then the Order sixty six happens. And Ahsoka uh, freed goes them. To shit. Oh, so she fucked up Darth Maul. Uh, they fight each other, yeah, and then Darth Maul gets away, and then as we see in Han Solo, Darth Maul kind of becomes this criminal underground boss. Okay. Um, and then we don't know too much after that, but uh, you see that in where? Where does he become an underground boss? Uh, in Han Solo. Solo, there's a Star Wars movie. Solo, yeah. You see Darth Maul. Yeah, so yeah, Darth Maul pops up in Solo. You haven't seen Solo? No, I haven't seen Solo. Oh, Darth Maul pops up in Solo. He's like a criminal underground boss. Uh, and then in Rebels, um, you know, Darth Maul ends up on Tatooine. He's still looking for Obi Wan because he's like, "Oh shit, Obi Wan's alive." Uh, ends up on Tatooine. Uh, him and Obi Wan have a final duel, and um, Obi Wan wins, and it's it's really cool. And he kills him. Yeah, in one one hit. It's really quick. It's like a little five second clip. Oh shit. It's not even like a fight. It's just like a quick like quick draw type thing and it's really cool. Ends that shit. He dies in his arms. And it was like, ah, oh, that's that's a fitting end for Darth Maul, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um Oh wow. He so, dies in the hands of his enemy. Yeah, and it would ruin it if he was the main villain of the Obi Wan show. Right. Because because it's like they they already have all this rich history, all this shit already happened. And Star know? Wars fans know what the business is. They'd be like, yeah. Don't you fucking do it. You yeah, know? exactly. So um I'm glad they're going to Thank you for that context because a nigga like me did not know that Darth Maul survived yeah. and <laughs> I know I know a lot about Star Wars. Okay, got it. I follow the movies, bro. I follow the movies, yeah. not the so much of the lore. Oh yeah. I mean the the Clone Wars is a really good show if you like it's just good a good thing yeah. to have on while you're doing whatever. It's like a a really good show especially if you yeah. like star wars because if you like obi-wan there's so much obi-wan in it, you know? right and listeners the reason why it's important to know this about darth maul is because shit obi-wan's coming up and for a guy like me i easily would have guessed oh shit maybe darth maul will make it. but fuck now i want to go watch solo just to see the boy darth maul it's like a cameo though yeah like that's all i need it's my favorite fuck, eating one of my favorite sits dude dope. darth maul yeah dude that's why you should watch the clone wars though darth Got maul's you. like a big, big player in like the, the okay. last few seasons fucking thug yeah it's like um <laughs> It's amazing. They even got Ray Park to come in in the last season and do like a, the moves for uh, they do the mocap moves for the for the fight. Oh yeah, the for boy. The, one of the Jedi uh, for whether for one of the last lightsaber fights in the Clone Wars, uh, oh, Ahsoka shit. versus Darth Maul. Ray Park is fucking. Yeah. He's Toad. <laughs> and and you see his um, Toad from the old X Men movies. You know, I was watching when I was watching the yeah Toad. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was watching uh, the Clone Wars, uh, and I saw that fight, I was like, this looks like Ray Park. Because like I, I had to look it up because I was like, th- it was literally this little spin he does in uh, spin. Phantom Menace, <laughs> yeah. the little spin kick. Yeah. Like it, it was literally his moves from the Phantom Menace. Like he did them in the Clone Wars. That's so lit. So like if you're a fan of Darth okay. Maul, definitely watch the Clone Wars. It's a really easy watch. 20 minute episodes. Easy. You can even watch it with Kamea. Easy. Okay. Because like it has like enough for the, the kids every, you know, yeah. it's a good show. It's a good oh, show. Good. Rebels okay, is good pretty good too. Okay. I, I like Rebels a lot too. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Those are like, Better than like Boba Fett, you know. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> uh, keep it on the uh, on the Marvel side of things. Or, I mean Disney side of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Disney. Moon Knight. Uh, oh. Tomato score came out. Oh shit! Oscar Isaac. The, tom- the tomato meter gave it a seventy-seven percent. Oh nice. So that's pretty good, actually. I think yeah. uh, as far as these type of things go. Yeah, I think Disney has a good track record with their yeah. <laughs> tomato meter. You know, they they know 
what works for audiences and they yeah. kind of just give her little tweaks depending on what it is. That's kind of what Miss Marvel looks like. That's what Moon Knight looks like. It's like, yeah, they're going to give us what we expect from Marvel with yeah, their own little just tweak. Just more lore, getting more lore. They're yeah. saving the big things for the movies, it looks like, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, I, I sent you a Snapchat thing the other day about um, Moon Knight. It was these Oh, people. I saw. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of just talking about how he goes through this evolution throughout the comic books of yeah. a lot of different origin stories, pretty much, and how at one point in time, Moon Knight was fighting werewolves. That was like his main goal was to fight werewolves. And Dracula. Yeah, and Dracula. And then There's he... That meme with Dracula, that's the big one. Right. Dracula owes him money. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then and then it turned into, you know, he was actually imbued by, you know, an Egyptian yeah. god. So I'm, I'm excited for this. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I hope I hope it's, it's all right, at least. It's cool to see his different costumes, like the one with the suit. That's a really cool one. And, yeah, so um, the, the yeah, he, he the does whole... have a lot of different um, comic origins. Like, um, right. one of them, like, he's a vigilante that, like, the cops, you know, they're not on his... It's like Batman. The cops aren't really yeah, on his side. Yeah, he has money, right? Or no? Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, no, I think he's just a vigilante. Like, he's just... He can do the things the cops can't do. Yeah. That type of thing, you know? Um, right, right. It'll, it'll be really interesting to see that on the on the MCU side. Yeah. Yeah, they're going with the whole, you know, he has multiple personality disorder yeah. and they're kind of playing with mental health of that aspect. But Oscar Isaac's a good actor and the suit looks pretty cool. I think the action's going to be cool, too. Yeah, I hope so. Like, uh, the more I see of it, the better it, it, it looks. Like you know, Honestly, yeah. So um, now on the DC side of things, we got, oh, got, a, little, we got a little bit different. So on our last episode, we said, wow, it's going to be a great year. So much DC Bro, stuff we went over the, this year. The and 2022 slate. The very next day, they uh, delayed everything. So I actually have the specific dates right here. Easy. So Black Adam was originally supposed to come out on July 29th of this year. Pushed. It has now been delayed to October 21st of this year. Halloween? Uh, October 21st, 21st, yeah, so, so 21st. Around, around that time. 21st, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, Super Pets was supposed to come out in May. It got pushed to Black Adam's original spot of pushed. July 29th of this year. Wow. Aquaman was supposed to come out December 16th of this year. Pushed. It has now been pushed to March 17th of Damn, 2023. what the hell? Yeah. Flash was supposed to come out. This is the biggest one that upset me. Flash was supposed to come out November 4th of this year. Mm-hmm. 2022 it has now been delayed to june 23rd oh my god what the oh yeah yeah they're like ezra you fucked up in hawaii bro (laughs) it's it's not all it's oh we'll talk about that in a second but it's not all delays uh we do have one movie that was uh brought closer to us shazam was supposed to come out (laughs) june 2nd 2023 shazam 2 fury of the gods it is now coming out december 12th 2022 dc's like hold on you're in for a treat competing (laughs) compete no they literally posted uh for get shazam 2 for the holiday season we're gonna give you guys shazam 2 fury of the gods for this holiday season it's gonna be competing against avatar Avatar oh 2. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> okay, so do we have any reason for the delays? Did DC come out with any? No, nah, they just, I think, I think they, after the success of the Batman, I think they wanted to reassess, like, what could make the most money where, because. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's all business. I think it's all, you know, <laughs> you should know being a master of business yourself. Okay, after, I wanted to know if there were any. All the, after all the paperwork <laughs> is filed and your transcripts I, are I updated. <laughs> after all that's done. <laughs> Little asterisk, master of business. <laughs> after the paperwork's done. <laughs> but you being a master of business know that it's not done unless the paperwork's done. <laughs> exactly. Unless it's official, it's not done yet. Unless it's the pen on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, fuck me. Okay, so so that's a lot of um, it's a lot of delays. The, the the most significant one being the Flash. Which I'm, I'm like, wow, that was supposed to that's be a like, really big delay. And that was supposed to be the big multiverse movie. I was really excited about. Yeah, pretty much um, DC's take on Spider-Man: No Way Home. <laughs> exactly. Now you did mention Ezra. So Ezra, Ezra Miller, as of like 15 hours ago, he he was like uh, arrested and he he got out on a $500 bail, but he was arrested in Hawaii. Wow. For uh, he was in a karaoke bar, mm-hmm. and uh, he was getting annoyed by people singing karaoke. Bro, so he now. grabbed one of the girl's microphones while she was singing, and then later on he like uh, tackled someone or something that was lunged playing, at someone. Lunged at someone that was playing <laughs> darts. Uh, so I shouts to the Hawaii page that I follow. I'm half Hawaiian. Yeah. Saw saw Ezra Miller on there and was like, "Am I seeing things? Why is Ezra Miller on this Hawaii, Hawaii. page?" Yeah, Ezra Miller. He just uh, he just uh, rap scallion, huh? bro. He has had some issues yeah. with 
the public. He's had an issue. He's had issues there with people. A, I mean, there was a, that fan that he um, he wrestled. He wrestled, wrestled to the, to the girl as a female. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that one, was overseas. That, yeah, that one was like. Uh, no one really knows what happened with that one though. That huh? one looked very random. It looked like they were horsing around, like messing around, yeah, and they got too. Maybe he's like, "You wanna, you wanna go? <laughs> you wanna <laughs> go?" You wanna go? <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see if uh, this this has any consequences. Uh, yeah, any yeah. consequences. Now, staying on the DC side of things even more, we are going to be getting a Kite Man spinoff. Uh, have you watched the D, uh, the Harley Quinn show? Hell, fucking yeah! Watch the Harley Quinn <laughs> it's show. Really Kite Man good, is right? hilarious. He's on getting that his show. own show. Oh, see, this is the direct. Like after things like Peacemaker, I think they're really gonna go. Off the wall with some yeah. of the, uh, the and shows. With, and with the animation, they can. Like, de- like mm-hmm. Harley Quinn is a good DC show because it just makes fun of all the DC stuff. Everyone. And with Kite Everyone. Man, we can do even more. He c- we can go even more into the lore now. Like, we can yeah. do even more stuff. Bro, uh, yeah, Harley Quinn listeners, if you have not watched our animated Harley Quinn show, I believe there's two seasons. Yeah, and the third it, one is set to come out pretty soon. Oh, wonderful. It, I mean, the voice acting is phenomenal. It's hilarious. Very R-rated, but that shit and is And if well you're a DC done. fan, it has all, it. all the in All of them, bro. All the jokes. They make fun of Superman. They make fun of Batman. They make fun of Dark Side. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 really funny. Um, you guys should watch it. And the Kite Man's show. I'm very hyped for that because he's hilarious. So it's gonna be an animated show as well. Yes, oh, same universe. Everything. Hyped. Kite Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's married to uh, Poison Ivy in this. Um, Is he, uh, yeah, did they give it, did they... for the show? Uh, he, um, they think they I think she ended up not getting married to him last second. Oh, okay, yeah. Spoilers for the show. Listeners. I think end of second season there. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and, and watch she, that. Oh, no, 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 mid, maybe middle. I don't know. Or maybe she did get married. Did they? Did they get married? Uh, you know what? I have to. I'd have to watch it one more time. I forgot, but yeah. her. Yeah, but it, it's wonderful pretty, show. It's a good show about like, an, yeah. and it just treats sexuality in a in a very healthy way. It's not <laughs> all like. Um, it, it's everything's really casual. It's like, oh, they just sleep with guys and girls, and like whatever. Right, matter. right. Really good. Um, staying on the DC set of things even more. So much DC news. Uh, we got to see the deleted. Uh, remember last time I mentioned that we were going to see a deleted yes, Joker scene at some yes, point. Yes, you did. I was hyped to see it. We I, finally got it. I can't believe we got it so quickly after the movie. Bro, blew up the internet. Um, People were just. Work. I think it would have worked in the movie pretty well. So I do, I so. do. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, Gerardo. I wasn't like just fucking completely blown away by it. We've gotten so much Joker already. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I think it's a good thing that you weren't blown away by it because I think yeah. I feel like if it, if we saw that in the middle of the movie, it would have been like, okay, this makes sense. Like it just yeah. in context, everything. You know what it's I mean? Supposed to keep the, that part, that scene, like every scene in the movie is supposed to help the movie story move forward, and, and that I, does. I feel like that scene did, and I feel and it, more so than know, like the final scene. The final scene makes more sense. With this scene, <clears throat> everything you know what I mean. It's like every, yeah. they should have kept this scene in the movie. I agree. I get why they didn't want to, but it's a stupid idea. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see how this would have fucked up. Though I mean, the yeah. when you watch this scene and you see what they're discussing, it's Batman's being a detective. Yeah, and, they, and it shows that they have a prior history, so we yeah, don't, we cool. don't need to set up. We exactly. don't need to set up the Joker in a Batman movie in the future. Now that we know that they have already had an altercation in the past. Exactly. And bro, we've already gotten so much Joker. It's just like, this would have just like a brief scene would have just by cool. You, it's, 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 it happened. Yeah. Move on. You know, it's, like, just, yeah. it's part of the story. It's He's not, a good opposite of Robert Pattinson too. It's nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I like that movie. Uh, I'm down to see the four hour uh, director's cut whenever that comes out. Hell fucking <laughs> yeah. It, an hour of extra footage. Yeah, I think I can do it. I'm all about it, bro. That movie was so dark though. I think I, I saw it like at 2 p.m. And when I came out, I was, you know, you feel all, <laughs> the walk yeah. the Robert Pattinson Batman walk yeah it's like the middle of the day and I feel all, all freaking dark and depressed like, this is a dark <laughs> movie you know it is bro the, it's, the, it's the entire time there's not many jokes at all in that movie unless you really but catch but the jokes them. that are, are are funny though yeah dumb <laughs> I, I you just gotta know. catch them some people don't catch them yeah it was a and then I mean obviously uh, El Rata Alada <laughs> come on you don't speak Spanish <laughs> call it <fair. laughs> <laughs> so that was um yeah I think that was I think that was pretty pretty hip. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to some uh Oscar related Oscar related stuff. I wanted Damn, to go through the fucking uh, this was the 94th Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yes, 94th Academy Awards. 94th Academy Awards. I wanted to go through some of the winners, see what we think. So Yeah, let's let's see what's up Here we have um Best Picture, Coda. 
has won. Have you seen this movie? No, I haven't watched Coda. It's on the list now. I enjoy watching the Oscars yeah. and then making the list of movies I need It's to like watch. a recommendation, yeah, because exactly. uh, I haven't seen it, but we should definitely review it now that it won Best Picture. Oh, yeah, we got to review Coda. Heard uh, really good things. Best Actor, Will Smith, King Richard. We'll talk about that in a oh. second. But um, <coughs> King Richard, Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, Will Smith, Best the Boy. Best Actress, Jessica Chastain for... Uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yes, yes. I haven't watched that film. Me neither. Best original song. Billie Eilish has beat out um, <laughs> Beyonce and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Van Morrison. Um, so Billie Eilish with her, her her first Oscar. Oh, for her song on... Uh, no uh, Time to Die, the James Bond song. Yeah, song's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Very slow, very slow song. It's all whispery. I don't know. Yeah. I was you skip through it and just the same. The I feel like, you know what song is really cool is uh, "Skyfall" by Adele. No, no, "Skyfall" was <laughs> that no, Sky, cool. there hasn't been one as good as "Skyfall" since. Yeah, I know that one was very and that one felt so James Bondy and that was very James that was Bond. the right amount of James. Also, I think it's because Adele's British; it. she gets it. It was just Billie Eilish just so emo and so they very much went with Billie because she's popping right now. Yeah, let's keep it a stack. Yeah. Let's be real. It sound, it'd be like if they gave Lord the fucking James yeah. Bond song. You know, that's what it feels like. Right. Right. Back in the day, Lord, for younger listeners. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Best animated feature, Encanto. Oh. Now, this is controversial to me. Controversial <laughs> to me. I mean, we can talk about that now or later, my uh, G. Because, let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about it right now. Encanto, because... come on, bro. I, okay, okay, it's up against Luca. It's up against Mitchell's versus the Machines. It's uh, up against Raya mm-hmm. and the Last Dragon. I haven't seen Flea. Okay, I have not seen Flea. Let me just say this. Number one, it doesn't even beat out Luca. No, I, I love Luca. Luca I love, was and, really good. Yeah, and if we're just doing just which one objectively we think is just a better movie, Luca, and then I think Mitchell's versus the Machines is a far that better a good movie. movie. Very good movie. Very well I mean, done. Come on, give it. There's three Disney movies in this category. Come right now. on, bro. Like, and give it to the Mitchells. I, I that's my opinion because I've seen the Mitchells versus the Machines. I've seen all these movies except for Flea. Yeah. Um, I've watched Raya many a times. I've watched Encanto many times, and Luca. Was disappointed that Encanto won because it's just not yeah. a very good movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Best director, uh, Jane Camp Campion. Yeah, Jane Campion for Power the the Power dog. of the Dog, which I've heard about but I've not seen. It's on Netflix with yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. Him and Kristen Dunst. I like like I said, it. like a lot of really good suggestions here. Let us know, uh, listeners, what you want us uh, to. Uh, to review out of, yeah. out of like uh, the Oscar winners. Yeah. Um, now, international feature film, uh, Drive My Car. Mm-hmm. Heard uh, good things. Haven't watched I wanted it. to watch it. it. It was on. It was on Hulu. I was going to watch it, but it was like two and a half hours. I think. Girl, so, most of these movies these days are motherfucking yeah, two and a half plus yeah. hours, and they're good. It's great. It's, you know, it's yeah. a story, and it's like it wouldn't work as a show. So it's good to have a long movie. It's gonna but, be a movie. Sit down. You got to sit down for it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, best supporting actress. Ariana DeBose yeah. for uh, West Side Story. Yeah, she went up there. I, I watched that. I watched the Oscars live. So I watched the entire thing. And it was mm-hmm. nice seeing the acceptance speeches. But I got to watch West Side Story. Apparently, she did really well. Mm. Yeah, I need to watch it too. But that is another movie. Three hours, I think. Oh, <laughs> fuck. God damn. That's long as a month. Yeah, I mean, it's a musical song. Shit. So it's going to be ahead. long if you watch it in person and in the movie. Yeah. So, best supporting actor, Troy Cuts or for Coda. Oh, man, I watched his acceptance speech, too. And boy, was that just pretty yeah. heartfelt. It was cool. Yeah, so we definitely need to watch Coda is what I'm seeing. We're going to watch Coda. I think of all movies, um, that's probably one of the ones I'm yeah. most excited for. Shouts to the boys from the dive-in. Um, they've been talking about this movie since they saw it at the Sundance Film Festival. Oh, hey. <laughs> shouts to the, shouts to the, the boys, dive-in like they, boys. Yeah, the dive-in yeah. boys. They know all the indie films. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I've been seeing them post about uh, a, a lot of the movies that were actually nominated, you know, like before they were nominated, because oh, uh, those guys are some, they're, they're they're the cinema boys. So shouts to them. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you yeah, listeners, a, a podcast that is all about movies, a dive in movie cast. Check out those boys, the Canadian. Right homies. out of uh, where are they from? Uh, Your Scotia, no, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia. That's right. Come on now, the boys, Hayden and Wesley. 
Um, but yeah, also shouts to the boy Joe. Yeah, he got a new gig at NBC. He came over and watched the Oscars with me. That was one good person to watch the Oscars with. Cause oh, my, Joe, yeah. Yeah, Ali doesn't give a fuck about the no, Oscars. No, <laughs> this is my mom. And Joe knows everything going oh, on. Oh, bro, he called it because Dune won a lot of technical shit. Dune yeah. took away a lot of technical awards. Shouts and, to the boy, the Kyber Culture uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, and the Kyber Culture podcast type. But yeah, the boy got a new role at NBC, so shouts to him. Um, but yeah, hell of an yeah. Oscars. Yeah, but that was uh, that was pretty much it for our entertainment update. Uh, I guess this kind of counts as our last entertainment update. Cool. Uh, the slap around <laughs> the world. Yeah, for for the diversity report, we're gonna go just because we're talking about the Oscars. We're gonna go right into the slap heard around the world. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, everybody, listeners, everybody knows. <laughs> uh, Chris Rock made a joke mm-hmm. about Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, Will Smith went up and slapped him in the middle of the Oscars. Yes. Uh, sat back down, enjoyed the rest of the night, won his mm. Oscar, and went went dancing after. Well, it turned up after. My nigga was singing, getting jiggy his with. His own song. <laughs> <laughs> you gave a half-ass oh, apology. That was written by his PR team, for sure. Oh, Gerardo, just because, let's let's talk about it, my G, because we, we well, that's why I enjoy talking about you, because we have some... Very different opinions, but yeah. for the most part, we can agree on certain things. We, I think we can agree that Will Smith was ultimately in the wrong. Holy shit. Because you don't... Look, I understand getting offended. I understand mm-hmm. black women liking their hair, loving their hair. I understand it being a big deal. Like, it's a cultural thing. Sure. But also... He just made it an even bigger deal than it had to be. You don't go up there and slap somebody just because of some words. You have your own words to say back. You know, it's like that's how you one up someone. And these people, the thing is, is they're all rich. This is just Mm -hmm. rich people playing playing around here because they don't have to face any consequences. They're living in their own reality. Mm -hmm. Will Smith. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier off the air that Will Smith, you know, has been has been famous for the better part of 30 years, 30 years. That's 2022 since so 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, he's living in a different reality than us. Sure. He, he 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 does not face consequences the same way that we do. And I think a lot of people are comparing his situation to what we would do in real life. Mm-hmm. I understand an average person just uh, getting upset and, um, you know, physical altercations happen in the heat yes. of the moment and mm-hmm. all this stuff and everything. Um, but when it's rich people just acting like they're in high school, yeah, it, it seems, you know, you know. These are- I hear you, man, because coming from a person who has a wife and is married and has seen my wife get talked about by someone and then me reacting I live in a very different reality than Will Smith because yes. I face different consequences. Mm-hmm. If well, I were to do the shit that Will Smith did, my heart is beating out of my chest because at any second I'm looking at the door like, are the cops about to come and take a nigga to jail? Yeah, Will Smith literally just sat back down, front row, and got his award 20 minutes later, went up there with a lot like it was nothing. Right, and bro, if you really, because here's the deal, I, I and I'm glad, Gerard, that you acknowledge that about black women's hair and everything because that, that's very true. That's the, the fact that Jada Pinkett has... Been vocal about al- alopecia. 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 It's a hair loss for both women and well, it's, men. It's an autoimmune disease. Yes, exactly. And um, both men and women get it. She's been vocal about it. it. Yes. The joke itself is GI Jane and was whatever. Not even. Not everyone even understood it. Yeah, like I don't even know. Who right, if, but if you do feel that offended, will you get up there and you and you do it in a way that is charming and that or will you Smith know, would or do you know, and just you, I feel like a tweet would have worked. Or if anything, it's like just. Maybe, yeah, bro. maybe sit down. Wait because a when few he minutes, got up there, because uh, Chris Rock was hype when he got up there. He was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, my boy Will's coming on stage." And and when you look at other people in the crowd, like, "Oh shit, what's Will gonna do? Like, this is exciting. Like, this, he's gonna go up there and show some love." And, yeah. and then he just slaps him. Fucking, sucker slaps him, bro. Too. It's yeah, because not, not my boy bad. had his hands behind his back, and this nigga Will like straight slaps him on some Ali shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was listeners. If you watch this live, I watched it live. I, my jaw dropped, and I could not fucking believe what I was. What the audio stopped. Um, it was something else, but we can all agree that Will Smith was wrong for his actions. I can see being triggered. Yeah, I completely get that, and I think what it's kind of to your point, bro. Because 
I, I've been to the point where people have talked about my wife yeah. and I physic I, I've gotten physical. I'm like, oh my it, it was okay with me that I looked to my wife and she was crying and then I reacted physically, but I faced different consequences in a movie star and even the way he went back to his seat and just sat down. I'm yeah. like, you clearly live in a different fucking world, bro, because yeah, it, it, no one in the academy has the balls to be a real nigga and be like, Hey man, you gotta you gotta bounce. That's another thing is like, like, you, you gotta bounce, Will my Smith, G. Will Smith is a role model. That's my boy, that's my people. favorite actor. You know, like, it, that's my for favorite the community, actor. for the as far as the community he's an important Figure in Bro, the for the community, and um, Loki for America, not just the black community, but for America. Yeah, yeah, he's we'll, one of yeah, the guys we'll for, that America is proud to. Yeah, you know he's, what I mean? yeah, and it's like doing that. Seeing him doing that is like, come on, that's uh, he Bro. has more responsibility than that. I feel like you know whether people like it or not, or they like to admit it or not, or they mm-hmm. hate celebrities or whatever. It's like, yeah, Will Smith does have a lot of responsibility, you know, and yeah. him doing that. Like, what are young men gonna think now that it's okay to? be doing that you know what i mean and, that, like, and that's what most people are thinking you know with great power comes great responsibility exactly <laughs> and that's it's, because it's you know so true being be- older and clear-headed now it's like you can look back and be like wow yes teenagers are very impressionable and Absolutely, subconsciously when yes. they see someone they look up to do things like this they're gonna think it's okay bro and the fact that you're saying that gerardo you know we're in our late 20s mid mid to late 20s and yeah. we're we're older than we yeah. were i'm 26 that, <laughs> yeah so i'm 29 i'm gonna be 30 but bro, the, the fact that we can sit here and acknowledge like yeah i was different than i was more impressionable and celebrities do influence young people bro like what mm-hmm. they do what they say so um, and even, even some grown-ass men yeah man <laughs> so it's just you know and the, the thing with will you have to come out on your apology and you have to be direct and acknowledge chris rock and that's why he didn't yeah. do and that's why it was like bro if you're a real ass nigga you can be like chris rock could have roasted him too he yeah. wanted to you see in the video he goes ah. Because you know he had at least five zingers yeah, he, ready to go. He, it was it was a class was softball, softball. Okay, look, Jada shaved her head a few days, like actually, like just buzz cut, shaved mm-hmm. her head a few days before the the Oscars, and that was her Oscar look. You know, it was a, it was a thing on her fashion. People make fun of people's dresses at the Oscars. People mm-hmm. make fun of, you know, it was it was surface level. It wasn't any uh, it wasn't any deeper than that. It wasn't a deep jab or anything. You know. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a particularly the why, the reason why it was so triggering is because of what she's going through right now. I yeah. Think if it were any yeah. other time in her life, it wouldn't be so triggering for. But also, to get out. but also like. I think it's important to know people think that she recently came out with the alopecia thing. This hap- she came out with it like in 2018. So yeah. it's been a few years since it's been public. So it's not like this is like a raw, fresh topic for her. Like, right. at, at, like as opposed to if Chris Rock made a joke right when she came out with it, you know what I mean? It's like, how much time are you going to allow to pass? Like, um, Cause like I, it's, 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 it's very softballs considering their relationship uh, and, and all the, public scrutiny that they put themselves under uh, yeah i um, think they air yeah. all their dirty laundry out they publicly, do they do and uh you know there's consequences for that everyone's going to look at them differently and this makes it even worse i mean yeah because <laughs> i mean it, that interview uh the red table interview that you said uh, i don't think you watched it right between jada no. and will it's very cringe it's just uh jada and mm. will talking like about it's jada talking about how she cheated on will and uh how they went on a break and how the relationship almost ended and everything yeah. and then a few months later uh like a few like recently will smith gave an interview where he was saying that when they were on a break he was just having so much sex mm-hmm. that every time he or like he just got to the point where every time he orgasmed, he would just throw up from, and it's like, why are you doing this and saying this in an interview? Wait, hold for? up, bro. bro. Said that Will Smith said that. Yeah, it's like, oh, why are you revealing all this God. shit in an interview? Like, we don't need to know all this shit. You know what I, I mean? I think you know. It's funny because I think that couple specifically is from an age where, like, we know social media well, right? Yeah. So we know what to share and what's more tasteful because we've been on social. We grew up with social media. Yeah. And I, I read an interview with GQ and Will was talking about how he had to learn to adapt to it, to this new age of technology. Yeah, his and YouTube media. channel. And Absolutely. And with Instagram. that, I don't think anyone was kind of in his ear just telling him about certain parameters that it's better to take. A, I mean, maybe, maybe you would think that Willow and Jaden would be like, hey, mom and dad. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think, and here's my thing, is I talked to my boy Omar about it, and he was like, you know, the way their relationship is is weird and different. I, mean, I get that. I just don't think that's really relevant to the joke at hand. Yeah. And because she came out with alopecia early, I get that. But because she pulled up this year bald, I mean, with the haircut, well, well, and well, well, I, I think that the reference was especially triggering. So I can understand. My, my whole point is yeah. I can understand why 
if my wife were embarrassed in front of a room full of people about her hair, which is a sensitive topic for women. Yeah. Hair is always a sensitive topic for women. So if my wife were embarrassed, I could understand getting triggered. That's what I get. And no, getting just, triggered is fine. But absolutely. It's the reaction. But I mean, it's like, and that, that's the thing. The reaction is clearly wrong. It's like, it's like you're going to get triggered. Whatever, dude. You're rich. You guys are both rich. You just go, go to your mansion. Like mm-hmm. Normal people don't have um, like the luxury of getting triggered and and uh, assaulting someone yeah. for being triggered. Like, you know what I mean? And bro, beyond that, they did Madagascar together. Like, Will, uh, uh, um, Chris, Chris Rock, Rock yeah. and Jada Pinkett Smith. Three movies? That's like, so, that's aren't you guys like bro and sis? Years, like, right? yeah, like, you're the homie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I just felt like the rapport they have and, you know, clearly Will and Chris go think, way back. Yeah, I think Jada's also just like, I mean, I mean, look, she's but they're homie. messy, bro. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> they're messy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why, you know, they could have done a different joke. And maybe yeah. maybe someone in the academy wasn't like, hey, maybe this joke could fuck around and trigger Jada because she's going through it right now. Maybe someone could have fucking said that. No, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I am about thinking about people's feelings, but also it's like it's comedy. But that's, that's the, the thing, the though. Like, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's what a lot of people do is they write off certain jokes and topics as just being comedy. But people are perfectly able to say shit in their comedy and people are perfectly able to react to it. Not in that way, of course. Not in that way. That's, but you're that's able what I'm to saying. react. He, so it's like he people, could have reacted any other way and it would have been fine. Absolutely. Because that's, how, that's the way comedy works. And that's just the lay of the land. Like, And Dave Chappelle knows that. Chris Rock knows that. Right. Like you're, you say something... There's going to be controversy. Exactly. But, but exactly. you shouldn't, they should never get physical. Never. And and that's never. that's my point. My point is that it, my respect goes out the window because it got physical. Absolutely. That's what makes me have no sympathy and not care. Right. Is is that had it been handled different? Yes. I, it would be, it would, you know, it's like, okay, both sides are, mm. mm-hmm. but uh, since it was handled this way, it's like, there's, Come on, that's inexcusable. That's just embarrassing. Yeah, and I get that. Because I don't want to be dismissive of the possibility that someone was embarrassed and that Jada might have been embarrassed or humiliated. That's my point. I'm like, okay, by that joke, regardless if Will had never gotten physical, there's still the idea that one person was embarrassed and humiliated in front of people. That's a likely yeah. possibility. I also think, I also <clears> think <throat> Jada deserves <clears throat> You know, but, but I, I, I can... the point. Right, <laughs> and so I'm like... <laughs> right. So I'm like, I feel like I can acknowledge that. but Because I, I think with comedy, so many... I, I think the world is changing and comedy inevitably is going... is, is changing as well because people are yeah. just more conscious and about the fact that if they say something, people are going to react to it. Like yeah. you said, Dave Chappelle yeah. knows that and people know that, yeah. so... Look, I'm not one of those, like, like red pill republicans it's like you're killing comedy being too pc but it's like Mm -hmm. comedy should be the place where you can try some stuff out Mm -hmm. and yeah and it's like whether however people react is how they react and you're gonna face the consequences of that and chris rock knows that he knows like okay if i say this joke the worst thing that can happen is um people are gonna get mad someone's gonna get offended there's gonna be words uh, it should never be like, oh, I'm going to get hit. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing that comedians, they're willing to take on. They're like, I will say whatever I want. You know why? I'm willing to take on whatever the repercussions are. Yeah. I'm going to say what I want. Yeah. And, and I'm able to say what I want without you putting your fucking hands on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, if it, like Will Smith just doesn't, it's like, it's just like words. And, and like, you know, there's multiple videos now that people are like posting of just Will Smith in the 90s and 2000s saying mm-hmm. violence is never the answer. Your uh, word should Bro, always be. How, how are you going to hop? Yeah. And, and, how are you going to hop on stage? Yeah. And, and after you did that, this is after the fact. Mm-hmm. You're going to go on stage. That's my favorite actor in the world. You're going to go on stage and preach how you're a vessel for love. That's don't even mention that shit, bro. No one wants to hear it. at he, this point. He, he says sorry to the Academy. No one wants to hear that. At this Doesn't point. mention his wife. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mention Chris Rock. Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. You're you're the boy. I so, looked up to you my whole life, my nigga. So. Yeah, it's just really disappointing. It's really embarrassing. It, hey, I'm all about being human. Like, Will, if you went out there and you did some other shit that was just like, I had a human moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know. But when you do some shit like that, it's like, goddamn, bro. But when it gets physical, it's like, come on, you don't need to. You don't need all that because now yeah. it's like. You know, the Oscars is the white people show. <laughs> and now it just looks bad. Yeah. This looks bad. It looks like, so fucking bad, bro. Like, one of the first times I'm tapping in my whole family, we were fucking 
flabbergasted. <laughs> Our <laughs> jaws dropped. We were like, is this shit real? And the internet blew the fuck up. Yeah, we, now we got all the memes. Now all got, the fucking I can't wait for the Chris Rock special. I hope he makes a bunch of bald jokes. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Chris. And you know what, Chris Rock, I, I got nothing but love for him. My, my thing, and I'm so glad we talked about it, my thing was just about comedy being conscious about what they say, but this, and let's be real, this joke was very surface level. It, it was surface level. It was yeah. just supposed to be casual. Right before he made fun of Penelope Cruz, he mm-hmm. was talking about the Oscar nominees' wives and having a, yeah, having uh, you know, uh, you know, just stuff like that. And um, yeah, there needs to be some shit. They need to they need to fucking ban the boy for a little bit or something. Like, well, well, what's gonna happen is Will Smith's gonna be banned from the Oscars for fifteen years, and in fifteen yeah. years he's gonna have an inspirational comeback where because oh, he's gonna be canceled, light, lightly canceled for a bit. Lightly, bro, he's gonna lay low for yeah. a year. He's gonna lay low. He's gonna start <laughs> making movies again. Uh, in in ten years, he's gonna make a movie where he plays like uh, this person that makes mistakes, but it's super inspirational. <laughs> and then he's gonna be then he's gonna be nominated. He's gonna be now. It's gonna be like the first time will smith is back at the oscars in 10 years and And bro will smith would do some hollywood shit like that he he definitely would well because because but he has to lay low right now and there should be some repercussions i thought if if they would have come out and say that you're banned for life i I don't think that'd be unfair yeah you know what i mean you know he might get his uh his his trophy taken away which is fair uh, I'm just like leave that. I'm like fuck it. You you, you assholes did nothing already. You yeah. fucking let him on stage and get it. Just ban him for life now. Let him fucking and close the door on it. I yeah. mean, it's it's a gosh. Come on, Will. God, it's like taking it away. It's like okay. So what does that happen now? You give it to someone else. It's like if it's based on performance and you think he earned it, just let the asshole have it and ban him for life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're never allowed to come here again, and we'll consider letting you win in maybe twenty years. Or something. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's church. <laughs> Shit. So um, damn, and that that wraps up the Will Smith drama, though, huh? Yeah, William Smith. Shit, William Smith drama. That so that's the first half of the diversity report. Um, second half, bro. Have you heard anything about Leah Thomas, the the swimmer, the NCAA champion? Uh, I heard a bit. Can okay, you okay. So, um, Leah Thomas is a transgender athlete swimming in the NCAA. Okay, and, and so yeah, so she won um, um, male to female transition. Correct. Fully exactly. transi- Fully transitioned. Um, that is an excellent question. I, a trans woman competing for, I don't know if she's fully transitioned. Oh, hold on. Um, probably she's playing sports. Right. Okay. So, um, this, it's it's pretty interesting that she won and there's been a lot of controversy in the sports community because people are saying that there is an unfair physical disadvantage to Leah Thomas, a transgender woman who again this you know used to be a male swimmer um and is now a transgender swimmer that and she hasn't placed higher and they've placed higher yeah. than they did before it's pretty interesting that um in this article on sports nation they're actually saying that there's a lot of myths um you know there's this myth that oh she broke the record by 38 seconds that's false um it's not true at all it says that thomas times are 2 to 3 percent Okay, there's just a lot of um, generalizations, I think, if you guys were to do your research, listeners. Yeah, it's really easy to sensationalize. Oh, absolutely. Like bro. And that's that's the thing, Gerardo. This whole topic has been very much sensationalized. Because I'm, here's my thing, growing up an athlete. If there's anything that creates an unfair advantage for an athlete, I understand that. And this is very specific because it's yeah. uh, we're talking not just... You know, transgender and any other community. We're talking about an athletic setting where there could possibly yeah. be a physical advantage. It is. It, it does. It just. It, it does look unfair when you see some of the size. Oh man! And yeah, Leah Thomas. When is, it comes to swimming. Oh, when you see the photo, Leah Thomas is significantly physically larger than you know the other girls. Um, so it's so, so it's a very it's a hard topic. Yeah, and um, you know, the chimes are changing, and everything is trying to catch up and we've got to see what works and what doesn't yeah and uh you know there's some holes in the there's some you know there's some holes that there's some cracks that nobody really uh thought about that are now surfacing exactly exactly you know so this is a, a and everyone's navigating it together right and um it's a hard one because like there there is some advantages that 
that she does have from from just her <laughs> stature and exactly, and that's why I can understand that the NCAA they they would have to really take this situation and understand how specific it is and create certain kind of I don't know regulations. Just making sure if, if there's no yeah. dis, if there's no unfair advantage, cool. Uh, but how how do you test that? Yeah, how do you, how do you measure that versus fair advantage? Exactly. exactly. So are we going to take like her previous swim times and compare them to? And if are we just saying she is clearly like at beating these girls? So at it's a, not fair. Exactly. So I don't know how they would measure that, but I do believe there should be some kind of regulations to make sure there's no physical advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I mean. You know, like like Michael Phelps when he was the best, right? He had physical advantages, mm-hmm. but they weren't like overwhelming, like uh, right. Like <laughs> you know, it was a exactly, it was exactly. Like a different thing. And it is a different thing because you know when you're a, a transitioning male to female athlete, I'm sure you're well aware that you're going to face some heat. You yeah. know what I mean? You are going to face some heat, especially in the sports world, who is yeah. still adjusting. Yeah. The, so, the uh, yeah, this just gives all the fuel to a lot of a lot of a lot of different people. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. But shouts to the girl. She's a, uh, I, I believe it's Penn State, um, the first. What is she? Okay, it was the um, national championship in the 500 yard freestyle. So shout outs mm-hmm. to Leah Thomas for making history over there. But yeah, our listeners, you do your research on that because it's a draw your own conclusions. Exactly, it's a dicey topic. It's really it hard to kind of really reach a. Oh boy! Every generation generation yeah. has their own opinions. I see people on Facebook going nuts. I see people. I'm just gosh, even on LinkedIn. I'm like, y'all can't keep it professional, you motherfuckers. <laughs> God <laughs> on damn! On LinkedIn, my G, like, come on. But um, that being said, that wraps up the diversity report. So nice. we're moving right into our... That brings us into our main topic Our of main the day. topic, the review of... Pixar's Turning Red. Turning Red on Disney Plus, the Disney Plus original. Which is so... I'm Like, I, I, I will die on this hill that, that Disney is really screwing over Pixar because <laughs> these Pixar movies are so much better than the, than the Disney Animation Studio movies, I think. A thousand percent, easily. They have a different vibe to them. They just feel like they're just crafted with, with so much, like, love and care. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, this... It feels so personal. Yeah, this this is very much a story that is family-oriented, and yeah, I, I enjoy Turning Red. Turning Red. So Turning Red follows uh, a girl, a... Maylin uh, Lee, May May. May May, in 2002. Yes. Of all times. Isn't that cool? It's pretty cool. It, it's uh, so random, and it's, you, you. I'm sure it's like influenced by the person who... No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it's about this girl growing up mm-hmm. and uh, her family has this thing when girls reach puberty, I guess, or something close to puberty. They start mm-hmm. turning into uh, giant red pandas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. The red panda is mm-hmm. triggered by the god Sonyi who asked for the gift a while ago. Yeah. yeah and they used to, used to protect her. Used to protect people. But in the Back modern in the age, village days. But yeah. in, in regular, modern days, you don't really need a red... <laughs> you don't really need a red panda. And that's the thing, bro. I can see why you need a red panda way back in the day, like in village times. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> before so industrialization. It, that was really cool. That was a really cool thing that they did with that. It's yeah. like, wow, this makes sense. Like back in the day, you would need that and it would get passed Hell down. Hell yeah. You're a woman yeah. by yourself. Oh, fuck it, yeah. It gets passed down to all women mm-hmm. um, in the family. And they and they have to basically uh, exercise it. <laughs> yeah, they, when they get emotionally triggered, the panda is released. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because they live in Canada. They live in Toronto, and they're, yeah, Chine- they're a Chinese family. Yeah, Chinese Canadian. Yeah, um, which I, you know, it just feels really. I feel like uh, if it's really personal, you know, it does. Um, it feels very specific. It's, it's very specific. Life. Yeah, to someone's life. And. I like how 2002 it feels from like the characters' outfits, like the friends, like they they're wearing over the corduroy jeans. Absolutely, it showed that this is a time capsule from someone's life, where someone remembers clearly how their middle school experience. Yeah, and you know the overachieving young Asian girl. Uh, bro, yeah, yeah, all the straight A's, everything. Bro, and, we uh, went to I. Yeah, I am not stereotyping. I went to school, which is very much overachieving young Chinese students. So. Yeah, and um, it's a cultural thing. It's yes. a cultural thing for them. And this movie feels really personal and cultural like that, mm-hmm. where um, <laughs> so like even in the beginning, it says that family is like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And, and all this, all yeah. this, and the mom is the 
you know, your parents are the... They worship, you worship them. You, yeah, exactly. They gave you life. They gave you life, so you worship them. Normally, it's like parents try to worship their kids because it's like, oh, gosh, you make me feel alive. But some cultures like, oh, hell no. Like, I gave you life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I like the I like the family dynamics in this movie. They're really they're really good. All the all the aunties and the mm-hmm. and the the May May with her mom. It's such a nice relationship. And uh, yeah, the dad is <laughs> he's passive, but he's cool. Like uh, and like he. I just think that um, all the relationships in this movie are really good. All the the little friend group that she has. Oh yeah. Um, I will say that the boy band, if that was so authentic, like the sound that they, like the songs that they oh, wrote the for this movie, are so damn catchy. It that sounds I, so two thousand and two. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> and that was, you know, an age of very much boy, boy bands. Of you yeah. know, we had Backstreet pre pre One Direction. Oh yeah, bro, we're talking Backstreet Boys and Sync, ninety eight degrees. You know what I mean? So the kids nowadays don't even know about uh, the boy band age of One Direction. Is that crazy? Oh my god! Because I teach, yeah. you know, I teach a lot of kids. Yeah, and uh, I'll be like, "Oh, One Direction." They're like, "Oh, One Direction. Who's that?" I'm like, "You know, Harry Styles, his yeah. original band." They're like, "Harry yeah. Styles was in a group before." And I was like, "Oh my god, bro, that was the." I mean, that that they were fucking in. Co- they were crazy fame. It was just like you never yeah. boy bands. They were in yeah. sync level. Absolutely. One Direction was in sync level, yeah. without question. So the boy band stuff in this movie, just just great. Such a great vibe. It feels like the vibe of the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, the family dynamic, you were talking about it, bro. It was just, I think, the is the biggest focus. Like Her relationship with her mom, I think, is like the biggest yeah. focus. The animation's beautiful. Oh, God. The facial expressions are just, I can't, they're unbelievable. Facial expressions when her... Um, when her dad is cooking, <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, uh. it gets all H- gets super HD out of nowhere. Bro, when it's like those vegetables. Oh my god! The water he's chopping them. He's chopping up. the lettuce up. Yeah. Now this movie, I think it's really, um, it's going to be really good for um, for girls, young girls. Mm-hmm. Like it's really cool that you can show your daughter this movie that like normalizes something like a girl going through puberty and having like. A period like it's not that big a deal it's like a throwaway thing in this yeah man exactly um, and it's like it's showing just how your emotions are not something to hide from yeah because there was like you know a controversy like you know the christian moms are like this is about periods are they mentioned periods and it's like it's a part of life for like girls of this age mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know it's just something that like you know um like you, you would feel comfortable like showing your daughter this movie. And, exactly. I mean, right? this is our favorite movie right now. My daughter binges this movie, and the yeah. fact that they mentioned pads in yeah, this yeah, movie because that's, that's, that's part of that's a part, part of, of life. life. It's so, a part of and life. you know, the problem that um, many uh, godly people will do is say that it's too much, but this is just real life. Now, there is a big difference between being completely inappropriate, being like so, overboard. Oh my yeah. gosh, being just completely not tasteful, just being just disgusting and between being real like the way it's handled here it's like in this movie it's like oh she yeah. is acting like she's going through puberty exactly and, yeah. and so the mom of course would assume that she had her first her first period yeah like and it, it makes sense that the mom is so worried about it. she goes to school and drops yeah. them off in the middle of school and oh it's my like, gosh just humiliating that, that's yeah. what's embarrassed like that that one scene where they go to the daisy march and she the mom drops the drawings on the like oh Mei, Mei my Mei's face God. where she's embarrassed and it they zoom so, in it's so funny bro. it is hilarious like this is it, it's, it's so funny a movie it, it's just it's just funny that uh it's it's not good or bad it just is you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's just life and it's just the relationship between you and your parents exactly i i, I mentioned this off air earlier <laughs> off air right <laughs> off, <laughs> that, off uh, the record <laughs> this reminded me of luca you know just a very overprotective parent someone who loves their kids mm-hmm. so much and and it's really and, sweet to see yeah and um older people are gonna like it for different reasons like for me now that i'm older like i, I different scenes hit me different you know when um yes when you're younger you 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 sympathize more with like you know the younger characters but when you're older mm-hmm. it's like Oh man, she's hanging out with her friends, making money. So the mom is over here by herself in the temple, oh, and it's just so much sadder because yeah. the mom is by herself. Exactly. And and the younger kids don't think about that. They think about, oh hell yeah, she's making money. Yeah. Hey, oh, this random scene of her mom, whatever. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. But for exactly. us, it's like, oh man, the mom is just. She's, yeah. It, the relationship is changing between her and her daughter, and that's really what the movie's. That's uh, exactly about. what it is, man. Yeah, it's it's this relate this change that young 
women will go through. And, and it's just, it's just scary. I'm sure, you know, you're a parent, so like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's just scary that your relationship is constantly changing with your daughter. Exactly, you know? man. Yeah. Changing and evolving and hopefully for the better, you know, you're a parent to get them ready to be on their own. And it's like, if you're not ready for them to leave, then shouldn't. Isn't that what Black Panther said? If they're not ready to leave his pops, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't got your kids ready, to, oh no, 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 something like that. But if you haven't got your kids ready to leave home, you know, then you haven't done your job. But um, yeah, this yeah. movie is just very much about you know about that that change because you know we've that all change. we've all had that change where, where our friends become more the people we want to be around, and yeah. we want to be around our family less because our friends just understand because they're going through the change with us. Yeah, so we want to be around people who are changing with us and. Yeah, I'm, it's scary thinking about it as a parent. It's like, God, my daughter's going to grow up and for her teenage years. Or she's going to have not going to want to fucking be around me, you know. And, and you have to know it's not about you. It's exactly. just hormones. <laughs> it's just, and you know, but eventually they come right back. You know, if you do your job, I feel kids will always come right back. Yeah. 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 Like, everybody has to find themselves. And that's what this movie is really, really about. Just finding yourself like in all aspects of life in that era. Yeah, man. Like uh, these, yeah, these girls just want to go see Four Town. They want to go watch this concert. That's what this movie is. They're trying to raise money to go watch Four Town. The that's the whole song. plot of the movie. Yeah, the they Four want they Town. want to go watch their. <laughs> There's five of them. <laughs> they want to they want to go watch their favorite boy band as a group of girls. Exactly, and... man. They, they, this is how they become women. They say that multiple times. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. They they do. Like this is their uh, right of passage. This is their <laughs> right of passage. Right. And um and, and it's, it's just such a sweet relationship between all the girls. Like they each have like such. Uh, distinct personalities and they so all, distinct they all feel like real people that you've known mm-hmm. uh, you know I love the little the Korean girl, girl you know so man funny. she speaks Korean in this movie she actually know? just speaks Korean yeah, yeah it looks like she has a Middle Eastern friend and um and then the white girl and the white girl <laughs> <laughs> That the mom doesn't like. <laughs> the mom doesn't cannot stand. And that that's another relatable thing. You know, your mom just never likes your friends if your mom is overprotective. <laughs> so. Moms will be liking your friends. It's like, what do you not like? She talks so much shit about her. her, her the whole friend. movie. The whole yeah, that girl's weird. That yeah, girl's I odd. I don't like her. She's weird. <laughs> that Miriam girl's um, odd. And that's some of the humor that you start getting more when you're older because it's just more relatable. And then, exactly, <laughs> fucking parents. Man, uh, it's just it's just a sweet movie. The animation's amazing. Um, yeah. Any 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 other points you want to bring up? Yeah, man, I didn't really have any expectations going into this, Gerardo. I had no idea what the fuck to expect watching this movie. Yeah, I, I really didn't know. And then after I did, it's like, oh, this kind of reminds it hits me kind of like with Inside Out. Just you know, a young girl going through emotions, and yeah. you know, in this way, it was just done so well. My daughter loves this movie. The music is is nice. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's simple, you know. Yeah, and it's something that's going to be relatable for her when she's older, which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that. And that's what's really cool about all these movies with the representation and shit. Yeah, know? man, they check they check that motherfucking box. Well, you know, her name is Maylin Lee, and she goes by May May. My daughter Kamea, her nickname just happens to be May May. So she was insisting on everyone calling her that when she's saw this movie bro uh, she she, oh gosh you can call her Kamea it's like it's Mamie <laughs> I'm like your name is Kamea that's your name <laughs> I want to be Mamie <laughs> and see that's that's what that's what these movies are important you know like yeah, um, man. and that's why I just always think it's funny that adults over here get impressed about this type of shit yeah uh, like I don't want my kids here. it's like come on this is it's you're missing the whole point. And plus, bro, believe me, your kid's hardly going to be understanding what you're even offended about. Exactly. You know, it's going to go exactly. right over their fucking and by head. The, when the time comes, uh, when when it's going to be relevant, like, it'll be normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not, not this big much. taboo subject, you yeah. know? It's it's just it's normal. Bro, what was it? Just, yeah, sidebar. What was, the, was there something about like, Disney saying the word gay? Is, is, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. We'll come back to that later. We'll I think. I later. think the gay Disney controversy had to do with Florida, and Florida, then also right. uh, there was a a kiss scene in a, a gay kiss in a Buzz Lightyear or right. something. That okay. They wanted to get taken out, but they put it back in. I think. Oh, okay. fucking Florida! Shut your ass, up. <laughs> Florida, motherfuckers, dude. man. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, in this movie, we get some cool um, family. They, May May's family, turn. They all turn into a bunch of uh a bunch of pandas. All the aunties turn into pandas. Yeah, the aunties are funny, dude. Yeah, the aunties are funny. Very much, uh, I think, you know, some... I think if you come from a Chinese family, you can very much relate to this. That's how it comes off, man. You know, it's just... Yeah, everything seems authentic and very well authentic. thought out. And um, 
the grandma, like it's just, her it presence. just looks personal, and that's what I really enjoyed about it. Exactly. Like, look at the clothes. I mean, just the clothes that the the characters wear. They look and so shoulder grounded. pants. Two thousand. Yeah, man. Two thousands <laughs> as fuck. You know, it's yeah. it looks like just someone who it's like a time capsule. I love it. So, um, <laughs> the flip phones. <laughs> what's the What's the name of the band again? The boy band. Four Town. Four Town. Okay, so out of uh, out of five towns, what do you? Give this <laughs> I really love Turning Red. Um, I give Turning Red a four out of five. Four Town? Yeah, Four Town. <laughs> Solid Four Town out of five. Four Town out I, of five. I got to give it a Four Town out of five too. You know, nice. it's just it's just really funny and uh, it's really real in a in a funny way. It just absolutely feels really personal and real. And, yeah, and that's what I what I enjoyed about this movie. I definitely recommend it to anyone. Absolutely, it's a great family movie. It's something to watch. Uh, young girls, I think, will really enjoy it too. Yeah, which is it's important. You know, we oh, get yeah. so many movies and shows and everything about guys going through puberty and becoming men, and mm-hmm. oh, you, you you know, and it's like all these like um, metaphors for boners and jerking off and jizz mm-hmm. and everything, and and you know, like mm-hmm. as soon yeah. as we get something with with girls. It's a big controversy, you know. Yeah, this it's is like, natural for them. It's like because, women have to because deal by the with time this. you go through puberty as a guy, it's 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 already naturalized that all the shit that you're gonna be going through is like, oh, you see it in the media all the time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't so common for for women growing up, so it's important for them to see shit like this, where it's like, oh, you forgot your pads and all this How stuff. Fucking yeah, bro. Young. We don't need pads and shit. We just go through puberty and like, okay, our body's changing. We got to chill the fuck out and all that shit. Yeah. It's like we don't have. That's yeah. a completely different. And, and process. we were represented in the media. That was represented in the media growing up. Yeah. But, but this this wasn't represented. This wasn't the same for girls, you know. Right, so, man. Like the, having a period, that's fucking way different. So it's cool that yeah. they just did did it in a way that's tasteful and it's it's normalized. Yeah, it's normal, yeah. exactly. <laughs> normalize this. <laughs> <laughs> How about we go ahead and normalize? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, I got to give it four four nice. towns. Nice know, four. Four four towns. Very yeah. well. Turning red, baby. Turning red. Follow us on a uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, TikTok at Cast of Color at Cast of Color. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let us know what we should review. Yeah, let us know. We got a we got our prequels coming up soon. Well, we got a in, uh, in anticipation of Obi Wan. Oh God, I know. We we said long ago we're going to review the Star Wars prequels, and now and is the time, folks. You guys voted on it. We're going to be reviewing the Star Wars prequels. It's going to be leading into Obi Wan. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be fucking perfect. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Signing off. Signing off. Peace. Peace.